Welcome to Faith and Fitness. I'm Kristen Osborne, a fitness coach and writer at FitFierceFight.com. I'm here to provide inspiration, motivation, and information about fitness, nutrition, faith, and spirituality with some reading, writing, business, and other randomness thrown in for flavor. So let's get started. Today is November 2nd. It's the Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos, which I probably butchered that because I don't have any Hispanic heritage or even decent Spanish language skills, but I do really enjoy learning about other cultures. And the Day of the Dead dovetails with my own Catholic religious observance of All Saints Day and All Souls Day. As a former history teacher, I had to know the background of this holiday. It's just too interesting. Starting in the Central American realm, before Columbus stumbled his way into the New World, the Mesoamerican cultures observed a couple months dedicated to their dead ancestors, usually during the time of the fall harvest, right about this time of the year. The tradition of building altars to honor dead loved ones and filling those altars with food, flowers, and other items that represent the dead still exists today. You can see that in the modern Day of the Dead celebrations. However, the practice merged with the Christian tradition of All Saints and All Souls Day. And to understand that, we have to flip the globe back over towards Europe. The pre-Christian Celtic world celebrated the festival of Samhain. This looks like Samhain, by the way, so you may not know that it was pronounced Samhain. I didn't know that. On October 31st, it was basically the Celtics' New Year's Eve. They believed that on that special night, the veil between the worlds of the living and the dead became so thin that the dead could pass through and visit the living, at least for a short time. And again, this coincides with the end of the fall harvest. So, enter Christianity. The early Christian church really had to struggle to win people over. They were still the new kid on the block, but they did something really smart. Instead of fighting all of these old pagan festivals, which people were used to celebrating and looked forward to all year long, they began to adopt and adapt them to the church's purposes. The church declared November 1st to be All Saints Day and November 2nd as All Souls Day. All Saints Day honors the blessed saints and martyrs who died for the faith, and it's followed immediately by All Souls Day, which honors and remembers all of our deceased loved ones. The old name for All Saints Day was All Hallows, which means the night before is All Hallows Eve. Add a lot of time, strong ale, a lot of mumbling, and you suddenly have Halloween, the modern name. It is blended with the traditions of Samhain, which includes wearing masks to disguise yourself from the ghouls roaming the earth, as well as placing treats on your doorstep to distract any of those ghouls from coming inside of your house. Trick or treat, right? So back to Latin America. As these new Christian traditions melted into the Americas, the church adopted the festivals honoring the dead and incorporated much of the old traditions from Mesoamerica into All Saints and All Souls Day. As with any holiday, culture and tradition differ from region to region, of course, even from town to town. 
But in general, many Hispanics celebrate November 1st as the Day of the Innocents, a day specially reserved for deceased children, angelitos, to return and visit their families. November 2nd really kicks the celebration up a notch. They bring out the liquor as the souls of deceased adults return for the evening. That's when the big parties usually are. Even outside of the Hispanic cultures, you will often see other Christians, mostly Catholics, attending a special mass for the dead or cleaning family gravestones. Honestly, I like the Hispanic party atmosphere. Death isn't something that is feared. Rather, it's accepted and celebrated in a party. It's a passage from one realm to another. It isn't the end. And the fact that all of these various cultures have found some way of honoring the dead around the fall harvest time isn't a coincidence. We see it with our eyes in the way that the trees begin to turn and die. We feel it in the changes in the atmosphere. It's a change of season. Fall is my favorite time of the year, and I know I'm not alone. The colors of the leaves, pumpkin spice, everything. Yes, I'm basic and proud of it. The cool, crisp air, well, it's still 80 degrees here in Alabama, but it'll eventually be cool and crisp. It's odd to love a season that's so focused on death, a season about destruction and endings, but a lot of us love it. We love fall because we know it's not the end of the story. It's just a season. Even as we watch things die around us, we know that their death isn't the end of it. We can celebrate because we know they will return in new form come spring. The trees will bud and leaf out again. The flowers will come back. We see the beauty in the destruction around us, like the colors in the leaves and the falling leaves, instead of mourning for it, because we have hope and faith in the future, we know spring will come. And our lives follow these same seasons. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 sets this out so beautifully. And I would be completely remiss if I didn't play Turn, Turn, Turn right about now. Gotta love that old song by the birds, right? But the chapter goes on after the song ends. In verse 11 of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart. Yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I love that. He has put eternity into our hearts. From the very beginning, no matter what origins or culture, even before Christianity as a religion actually existed, we knew this life wasn't the end. 
we knew it deep down because he put eternity in our hearts. We knew it was just a season. And God is in all of our seasons. All seasons are for a purpose and lead us through his plan for us. You may be in the midst of a season of personal death and destruction right now, and it can be really hard to see the beauty in it. Coming to the end of something isn't easy, but we can find the beauty in that change, even when it hurts, because we have hope and faith. We know that God is planning our next season. Thanks for listening to Faith and Fitness. Subscribe to keep the new podcast coming straight to you. And leave a review to tell me what you liked and what you'd like to hear next. I love to connect with people, so please make your way over to my website at fitfiercefight.com or find me on pretty much any social media outlet. See you next week.